We back. Finally. Yeah. We are here after a brief hiatus, but we did not forget about you. We were always with you in your heart and on your phone. That's cute. <laughs> and on your laptop or water bottle if you got our sticker. Uh, my name is Colby. And if you want to find me, you can find me at Colby Complains. My All name one is, word. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> you know. My name is Dave Rivera, and you can find me on Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. I'm one week away from LDOC, from Freedom. It's so close, I can taste it. Four days, for me at least. Yeah, I thought, uh, this is my last week of student teaching, and so it's 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 about to be over. <laughs> going to miss the kids? Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. I'm not going to miss up waking up at like six and driving <laughs> to teach jazz, but I mean... <laughs> Because jazz is the last thing I want to hear at, you know, 7 in the morning. Do you, you like take jazz? That jazz from high school. <laughs> you take at, that back. At, you want to hear jazz at 7 in the morning? I mean, if I'm up, then yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'd also be happy to hear Fleetwood Mac at that time of day. Oh, my God. Are we doing this right now? They are indeed a band. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac is a band. <sighs> my name's Maverick. I did not just have a uh, pin hit my face. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me. On, <laughs> you can find me on social media at heartbreak two underscores kid. I'm Aaron. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron P Friedman. That is all. Have a good week. Goodbye. He's a little grumpy because I actually hit him in the face with so a pen. So if you want to find, you can find us at tinyurl.com. So I've never made mercy. I've just had a very full dis- shuck weekend. Full disclosure: I just meant to lob it up and like hit him in the chest with it. He threw it like eighty miles an hour. <laughs> Like, like, I'm surprised there's not a pen-shaped welt on my face. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're back. We're back. I miss doing this. Yes. I do, too. It's been a minute. So, let's let's go ahead and jump into it. I think today's going to be a question-heavy episode. Yeah, because sports got, are slowing down a little bit. A little Baseball's bit. Baseball's heating up. So, sports are slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I actually like baseball. It's a direct As it was said... As was said in my greeting last night. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into baseball, let's go ahead and talk a little bit of draft. Um, NFL draft, I thought it was Thursday, last Thursday, because I don't keep up with the draft because, you know, my team doesn't. This isn't the only time we have hope, so I don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to depend on it as much. Um, But the draft is coming up this week. Um, Lots of interesting things happening. Um, at the top of the draft board. Yeah, we have two of the first four picks. I am very excited, but also nervous. I will have a paper bag at the ready. Y'all are going to take two quarterbacks, aren't you? No. I will... You say that, but I feel like you're going to do something. John Dorsey is competent. What y'all should do is trade that fourth pick for a... Per- like a Potentially. For for something, I I would need the right offer. I well, you I, guys, if, not, you were the, if you were the GM, well, yes, I'm not. If I'm the GM, I do not listen to any offers for number one, unless I get like Aaron Rodgers. So who do you want at one then, Darnold? I think I think I it's I think Darnold's going to be the number one. If it's Josh Knock Allen, uh, if it was Josh, if it's if it's Josh, Josh Allen, Allen, I'm wearing the paper bag for yeah. Eldock. If it's Josh Allen, you need to wear the paper bag. I. I want Baker Mayfield. Or not ba- I do not want Baker Mayfield. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> no, you sorry. You really want the no. paper bag? I do not want Baker Mayfield. I want Sam Darnold. I'd be okay with Josh Rosen. Uh, I can't find words. Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield all wear the paper bag. 
Or no quarterback at number one. I think you'll take a quarterback. If you took an OL or something. Well, no. Like, like The only other guy that we would take at one is Saquon Barkley or Bradley Chubb. It just doesn't. That doesn't make sense. I don't though. think you need to go defense again at number one, though. No. I agree. I'd be happy with him at four. But at one, no. We have to take a quarterback at number one. Uh, I have I have Barkley going to the Giants at two just because I think the Browns are going to go with Darnold. And ultimately, the thing, that ne- the, like, the thing that New York needs right now, the two things that they need are a quarterback and a running back because their running game, like New York's running game, has been non-existent for like 10 years. So, Since Tiki Barber. Yeah, for real. Like, so it's, it's, it's been non-existent. So, um, yeah. And then, I don't know, like the Jets, I think are going to take Josh Rosen. But some people are saying that the Jets, like, I don't know what, where this came from, but apparently uh, the Jets are interested in Baker Mayfield, which I think would be a mistake. Not that I don't think he has the potential to be a good NFL player, but taking Baker Mayfield at three instead of Josh Rosen is just, I feel like that would be a mistake. I'd agree with that. I think that the city that Mayfield's going to do best in is a city like L.A. or New York because he needs, I think he thrives under that scrutiny and he likes being like under the spotlight. And so I think that personality wise, which I think is very important in the game of football, he would be a good fit for a city like that. But I do not want him anywhere near my team. I I think he definitely needs a team with a solid line. Uh, On the Will Kane show, Will was pointing out like in college that Baker had the best uh, efficiency rating, like when under pressure. And so like, I definitely think that could definitely translate in the NFL, but he's going to need a line because if he has a very Swiss cheese line coming at him, he could be in trouble. Just a side note, Will Kane makes me roll my eyes more than any other sports personality on TV ever. I love how he pushes Stephen A's buttons, though, when he's on first take. Like, he'll like he'll say his thing to get Stephen A going, and he'll just, like, sit back and smile. <laughs> oh, he does it on purpose. I oh, yeah, he knows Sounds exactly. Sounds like some other people that I know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about, but I feel like like he just knows the right buttons. Like he has a little manual, a Stephen A. manual. Yeah, he knows. Like I feel like he just has the controversial opinions, just for the sake of having controversial opinions. Like he's almost like Skip Bayless, but more annoying. I'm sorry, my bias is showing, but I found out he's a Dallas Mavericks fan. So I started, I know he is. He's a Cowboys and, Ma- and Mavericks fan. So I started gravitating. <laughs> so I think that the talking point on the draft is ranking the four or five quarterbacks mm-hmm. right i think the broncos picking bradley chubb at five is a great pick because they won a super bowl based off of defense and having bradley chubb from nc state like he was he's a monster so yeah that, I think that'd be a, to win a championship solely on defense i, I think like, i mean they won it pretty much on defense i mean Peyton manning at that point was a shell of a person but how many times that can you do that like you got the what the 2016 broncos bears. the what the 85 bears the 2000 ravens i mean eli manning was also never particularly that great so it's like he's good in the super bowl yeah but he he was he he was playing very very well um those those two super bowl yeah fair I think that you could make the argument that this year's Eagles was a defensively motivated team. Not that they were bad whatsoever offensively. I've but heard, sorry. I, no, you go. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, I'll take this back from you interrupting me earlier today. So uh, I think that never happened. <laughs> it did happen. Put it in the minutes, Lauren. Cannot confirm. <laughs> I I I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bills trade up for a quarterback. Yes, you, I would agree. Do you think they take the force the four spot? I think it's going to be two, four, or five. Yeah. I, I don't know if the Giants trade down, though, because I think they're a little bit desperate right now. I could also see I the Giants taking... I think they need taking, a quarterback, I could, see, I could see the, the Giants taking Rosen, honestly. That's who I think they're going to take. I think that the first four or five... The first four picks or four of the first five, if the Browns keep the fourth pick, are going to be quarterbacks. Now, if Rosen falls, like apparently because apparently he's too socially conscious... For some teams, <laughs> too smart to play well, too smart and curious about the world to you know be a quarterback. The th- the reason why I don't want Rosen is because of the concussion issue. Because both of his parents are doctors, and so he, and he's smart, and so he realizes he already has two concussions. If he gets another concussion, he legitimately could quit football. And obviously, that's the right decision for him. But I don't want that concern with my franchise quarterback. That's an argument that. I'll accept. I don't like just the general the he asked too many questions argument, which is what I've been seeing. Which from. is what I've been, which is what I've been hearing, which is stupid. Bothers me on another level, but I think he would be good at two. Um, I, but apparently, like there, there's been talk of him falling to the Patriots, which I feel it would be interesting. Disastrous. Interesting from the fact that I think that the, he would actually be really good with the Patriots. That's why it's disastrous. Yeah. Don't, how many first-round picks do they have? Do they have two or three? The Patriots have... I know they have two, I think. Two. They have two. Yeah. They have a lot of like early-round picks, but I mean, they, they have a history of They're trading pe- them down for other things. They're picking at 23 and 31. Yeah. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. I, I, I don't think Bill Belichick has that much time left. For coaching, not that he couldn't coach for longer, but I think he's kind of almost there to being like he's almost done. I think that in the whole situation with Kraft and Brady and Belichick is really it's strange. Yeah, I mean, like we can take this quick aside. I mean, the Patriots, like we usually don't talk about the Patriots in the off season. Like we don't talk about the Spurs in the off season, and we don't talk about the Patriots in the off season. But this year, both of them are on something. Yeah. Now we have Kawhi with the Spurs, which we could also talk about later, but. Um, and then we have the Patriots because uh, both Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady are not reporting to their offseason workouts, which is a big deal because at least... Did Gronk, you see what Gronk said on why he's not showing up? Well, I, I know that... He said he wanted a dirt bike. Yeah, he said he was working on his dirt bike skills. <laughs> That's such a Gronk answer that... But after, like, I don't know if it's... He's just being coy because he's, like... I can't tell if Gronk is actually smart or if he's just so dumb that he doesn't know that he, like... Like, that he's actually making some, like, kind of rational decisions. But, like, he talked about almost retiring. Or he talked about he was thinking about retiring after the Super Bowl. Um, and just with this, along with the fact that he's kind of breaking down from an injury perspective, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much longer this team can. I don't know how much longer Tom is going to be there, and I don't know how much longer uh, Belichick is going to be there. Because I think Tom and Belichick are package. Like if, like once one goes, I think the other is gone. Um, let's talk about just really quickly our personal our team needs. Sure. Um, I think Aaron needs a team, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, y'all did side Jarvis Landry, who can catch passes from the script line of scrimmage to two yards out. 
He's very good at that. So <laughs> I like the you extension catch those that four of those, and you're at least at fourth and two, so yep. it gives you a lot better chance. Better punting action. I was interrupted by Maverick that time. Good, you deserve it. <laughs> I like the <laughs> the soft. <laughs> I like the extension that we signed Jarvis Landry to. What was it? It was five years, like seventy-five mil, but basically it's two years, uh, thirty-five mil, fully guaranteed, and then we have an out, and then the next three years are each like twelve mil a year. Team option or player option? Do you know? Uh, team option. Like it's like the next three years aren't guaranteed. Oh, so okay, okay. So we have an out. That's good. And so it shows that he's committed to Cleveland. And we, we're spreading it out so that we're using a lot of the insane amount of cap we have right now, now, mm-hmm. and it's leaving us room later. And like, I, if, if Josh Gordon can make some improvement this this offseason, like he was good last year, yeah, when he played, yeah, yeah. So if he can make some, if he can keep making strides and, and stay clean, yeah, which it seems like he's committed to now. Yeah, so, and David and Joku is an athletic freak at tight end. He has the potential to be really good this year. I'm a fan of him. Yeah. I think he's going to be really good. But so team needs. Uh, team needs quarterback, defensive back, and left tackle. For the Titans. For us, uh, I think our biggest need right now is inside linebacker slash an edge rusher. Uh, our secondary was really solid, I think, for the most part. But we did get burnt on a lot of the the long balls so i think defensive back is still a thing but i think our first round pick is definitely going to be on the defensive end or inside linebacker they're looking at i think harold landry out of boston college i've seen a lot of picks for him uh and then also sam hubbard that played for ohio state he's solid um and i i think secondary still is because i still think on at least for deep balls like we still can use some like uh i mean we had a Dory Smith who had a fantastic year, and now just having someone that can compliment him. I've actually seen rumblings that MJ Stewart is on our draft board mm. from multiple sources. So maybe in the later rounds, I would love to see us pick up MJ. I heard you had a good pro day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly think wide receiver is still a need for us. Uh, and then also maybe getting just filling out the depth at the guard position. Also, a need for us that I forgot to mention is coach. <laughs> Fair. Um, I would like to see us get a safety. Um, I would have said safety. Yeah, safety would probably be our our top priority. Yeah. Um, really far uh, free safety, strong safety. We use them so interchangeably. Um, it doesn't really matter. We just need somebody who can protect us when our corners get beat. Um, I would have said wide receiver if it wasn't for the fact that Demir Bird has a lot of potential and Curtis Samuel, if he comes back healthy, um, also has a lot of potential. Right. We might need some help at the interior guard. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Moten, uh, who was hurt all last year, I think he might. I'm hoping he can take a big step. Yep. It's real. I, I was looking at the Panther subreddit and they were talking about how we pretty much have two drafts this year because all of our rookies last year were so hurt. Yep. Like Corn Elder was hurt at training camp. Exactly. And that's a cornerback that we drafted in the, the higher rounds. Curtis Samuel will be back. Yeah, exactly. Like we're 
we're going to be bringing in a lot, a lot of new pieces, and some of them with experience with the NFL locker room. So I think, I think we might be halfway decent next year. Yeah, and you know, like the one, like I feel like we were missing that speed person, that speed wide receiver that took the top off, like Ted Ginn used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can just get that, I feel like Devin Funches will take a step forward. I feel like. Um, See, I'm losing track of our wide receivers because they were such trash. Yeah, uh, Torrey Smith we have now. Torrey Smith, right. Oh, yeah. We was ready for um, Torrey Smith and another guy from the the Vikings, did we not? Yes, I can't think of who it is right now. It's just it's, it's just leaving me. I also forgot. I meant to say a Dory Jackson. Uh, oh, that would be high. But no, going back to my wide receiver thing, like I'm kind of hoping we go after Dez for us. Like in free agency, I just don't. I don't think they're going to draft a wide receiver. I just think we're just very young for if, our thing. If you can get give, get him for cheap, it's not but bad. Adore helps us though as our punt returner, so we got a nice tool. There were rumors for him going to the Giants, but <laughs> did you did you see the Brandon Marshall thing? Yeah, we're like, no, we don't have room. Yeah, so Brandon got cut. Brandon Marshall posted on Instagram because there were rumors that Des Bryant wanted to join the the Giants. Posted, sorry, baby, bro, there's no room. And then the very next day, Brandon Marshall got cut by the Giants. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> now there's room. All right. So let's talk about uh, schedules and such next year. Or not next year. Good Lord. Next week. Uh, since schedules were also dropped last week. Um, let's give us some time to pull that up. Cause let, those, let those let those sink. But for now, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. Um, we are deep into the first round. The first round. Um, I believe that some series have already wrapped up. Yeah, the, the um, Pels yeah. pulled the sweep on the Trailblazers. I would which not is have shocking. I had would not have called that mm-hmm. at all. When playoff Rondo becomes a thing, that tells you that this was not expected. Yeah, they might um they might give the Warriors some problems next round. Well, because you got Anthony Davis, who's just a monster, and he they don't have anyone that can stop them. And you got Drew Holiday balling out like he's freaking. Oh my gosh, ridiculous! Like mm-hmm. that came out of nowhere. And then you got, you know, Rajon Rondo running true point guard, pass first point guard, and he's out here hitting mid range jumpers, which he hasn't done ever. <laughs> yeah, they're. Rondo and jump shot do not mix. <laughs> Trust me, I know when he quit on us when he's for us. <laughs> so they, they're they putting together a pretty solid postseason, which is, which is entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Bucks tied up the series with the Celtics today. You know, that young Celtics squad is actually very scary because they're right now the Celtics are playing hobbled. Like, Without they don't have Kyrie, Kyrie or Gordon Hayward or um, Marcus Smart right now. That's going to be a nasty team when they're healthy. Yeah. Like, all of this, like, playoff experience for all these young guys it's gonna be- is going to pay off next year Ooh. when they have all their guys. And LeBron's back. in the West and they don't have to do with that. <laughs> when you have Terry Rozier. Excuse you. <laughs> when you have Terry Rozier coming off the bench who's now lighting up and, like, when you have, um, oh shoot, who's there? Like Jalen Brown or mm-hmm. like Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart's supposed to be coming back soon. Yeah, exactly. So I do think it's funny how uh, Giannis's beef with Aaron Baines. He just every time Aaron Baines is on the court, he tries to dunk on him yep. every single time, and he finally succeeded <laughs> with the, the the dunk from Space Jam. <laughs> what a nice assist from Matthew Delvado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you set up your teammates. Um, speaking, we mentioned the Warriors earlier. Um, they 
are up 3-1 on the Spurs. Yep. Um, Kawhi is still nowhere to be seen. There were rumors that he was going to play in, in round one, mm-hmm. and now he's just out for the playoffs. He will not be in a Spurs uniform next year. There's no way. This is this is actually really, like, I've never seen anything like it. Well, everyone thought because he's so quiet that he was just going to be like a Tim Duncan type. And I think what I think the public is slowly learning because, you know, back in the Tim Duncan days, like, we knew the players, but we weren't able to know them as intimately as we know now. Yeah. With Kawhi being as quiet as he is. You just kind of assumed that he You just was. kind of assumed that he's a do whatever's best for the team type of guy. But he's looking out for his best interest, which honestly, as he yeah. probably should be. I don't think many people saw that coming. Yeah. While we're on the Spurs, like, thoughts go out to um, Coach Popovich's, you know, now departed wife, um, Aaron. Aaron Popovich, I believe. Yes. So that's tra- like it. I, I could, was so yeah. sad to hear that. Worst, like, like horrible. Just you know, I wouldn't want to go through that, especially in, like he didn't need to be coaching. Like I'm glad like he decided not to coach. Yeah. Any and, of these games, like in addition to all the stress that all this drama with Kawhi had already put on the team, like I like my thoughts go to the Popovich family and things yeah, like that. Like, that's awful. You don't wish that. Like they were interviewing KD. I mean, we could sort of. They handled that very poorly. We could, we can. I think we can discuss that. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, just after the news came out, like Katie was doing shoot around, he was sitting in the stands, like they did the interview, and they asked him, like, his thoughts on it, and so like he gave like a very candid, like, response, and I think it, I think it was very like powerful, but I think there's a lot of social media back like backlash. To, well, I just like, think it's unprecedented. Oh, well, not unprecedented. I think it's just unprofessional. Yeah, I just don't think it's right to. To just blindside, blindside him, him like that. Like, I, hey, are like, you, like the LeBron one, they at least asked him before yeah. if he was okay with being asked about it. But still, like, uh, like that dude, doesn't need to be. I've heard, I've seen this talked about, like, on Twitter and such. I, it makes me uncomfortable, like, with this take culture that we are participating in right now. The Hello, take welcome culture. to the Never Made Varsity podcast. <laughs> Pedal or pot meat kettle. Exactly, Sorry. but to always have to have a take on something at all times mm-hmm. like like you don't need to have a take on the it, death of a of someone close to like somebody in the nba it felt like they were asking lebron for the content mm-hmm. which makes me very uncomfortable no matter if they caught him off guard or not i still don't think that's the place to act to ask that question or to ask him for his comments on that yeah the dude's not even off the court from playing yet and you're putting yeah. a microphone in this face and like not that he can't handle himself but it's like i'm just thinking from my perspective like i would despise that like and sitting at home watching them do these like just blindside people like blindsiding kd or something like that like just for the content is just a little bit uh it was very uncomfortable for me at least it's it seems unprofessional to me but um there's so many playoff series. Good lord. Uh the Jazz up to one on the Thunder. Honestly, I haven't watched much of this series. The Jazz is another team I think that's very much overperforming. Who saw this from Donovan Mitchell? Who saw this for year? Like we were here when Donovan Mitchell played at Louisville. Yeah. We played Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he was good. I'm saying he was he was good but like I wasn't ex- when we played Louisville, I wasn't expecting Donovan Mitchell to like to be up. the one yeah. to be like I like he was on a team with Montrez Harrell, wasn't he? Yeah. So it's like I was thinking he was gonna be the guy. And Montrez Harrell is uh I think he plays for the Rockets. No, he Clippers. Did. He played for he got I think he got traded to the Clippers. Now he's on the Clippers. And uh but Donovan Mitchell's lighting it up. Yeah. 
Matt, did you have something to say? No, I was a Joe Engel, also for the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, dude's balling out. I mean, Ricky Rubio had a triple double. Like, I did not see this coming out of the Jazz the year after Gordon Hayward left. Rick, Ricky Rubio has single handedly like, revived his career. Like, he was in the depths for a <laughs> long time in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of good to see him actually like returning to prominence. Uh, the Wizards tied the series with the Raptors um, today. I just I hate how you know much the Raptors the, the Raptors choke. They're gonna blow it. You know it, right? Like we all I, are at this table agree. Like that I, like I hate the Celtics just because I hate Boston sports. But the Toronto Raptors have to be the most annoying team in basketball. I think they're the Atlanta Braves of the NBA. They're so pointless. <laughs> win win fifty games, <laughs> lose in the first round of every year's playoffs. Yes, I agree. I think the Braves are a very good, <laughs> a good analogy for them. And um, right now, the Pacers are leading the Cavaliers in the overall series. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say in the game, and I was going to say, like, no, we're no. winning 19-13. Yeah. What's, what? what's the deal? Ty Lue's terrible. Don't blame it on the freaking coach. Really? He you're is a lot of the problem. You're blaming it. When you're George Hill's playing well and he doesn't play in the whole fourth quarter, you're going to blame being two down two once the Pacers on the coach. I just don't think they're very good this year. Honestly, like LeBron is great, and I still think they're going to get to the finals because I'm never going to doubt LeBron. But good lord, they are bad. And now Kevin Love's got you know some hand some hand injury because he. Looked like he dislocated his thumb, but but he's yeah, but he's playing. He's fine. Right. It was his off. It wasn't a shooting hand, which is fine. Yeah. So, but it, but still, it's something else you got to look at. I don't know. I think if the Celtics were fully healthy, they'd be the favorite to get to the finals. Which is insane. Uh, well, fully healthy has Gordon Hayward. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now I you know not to if just they, throw out hot takes, but I think the Seventy Sixers are on right now. The on track to be the ones to. <sighs> give the Cavs some issues, which I wouldn't also wouldn't have seen coming. I forgot about the Sixers. That Sixers Heat series? It's getting feisty. Yeah. They are. Justice Winslow with the mask? Yeah. yeah. Even before that, Justice Winslow was talking crap to, to Ben Simmons. I bet if Justice Winslow looked like the stereotypical Duke player that we hate, like he would have a lot more attention. That, I called him Kung Fu Panda when he played for Duke because he, he doesn't, kicks out, boy. He doesn't know how to keep his feet to himself. <laughs> He's looking like Jane Smith in Karate Kid, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been a, that's really been a really fun series to watch. The Sixers in general are a very fun team to watch. I I love Joel Embiid with all of my heart. Yeah, he's he's a joy. And I love him on Twitter and, and social media. Ben Simmons is a jerk, and I love him. <laughs> we can go back to, I get. do we want to talk about Donovan Mitchell and um, Ben Simmons? Well, do y'all want to do it now, or do you want to do it later? While we're here, might okay, as well talk let's about do it. Now. it. So, uh, Michael Coe um, asked us our opinions on Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons beef. Um, and then Zeke Parsons um, came back and followed up with, is Ben Simmons a rookie? Talking about the rookie of the year debate, so... So, where are y'all's thoughts on the Donovan Mitchell Ben Simmons beef? So, breaking it down for people, what the, the beef is that uh, Donovan Donovan Mitchell believes that he should be uh, in the lead for Rookie of the Year. Um, both prefacing this by saying that both players are ridiculously good. Oh yeah. Um, 
Uh, ben Simmons is more of the LeBron, like, all-around player type, and Donovan Mitchell's, like, that kind of, like, scores mentality, like, I'm gonna go get this bucket mentality kind of person. Um, and it really all started off when they asked Ben Simmons his thoughts, and then Ben was like, I oh, should, yeah. He's like, it should definitely be me for Rookie of the Year. No, what he said, well, they asked if um, any other rookies have caught his eye, like, in this year, and he said, nope. <laughs> and then Donovan Mitchell was like, okay, <laughs> well, okay. And decides to print a sweatshirt that has the definition of rookie on the front of it. And that is when Donovan Mitchell lost the, lost beef. the beef. If you're, if you're going into semantics to argue why you're the best rookie, then you're not the best rookie. Yeah. And Ben Simmons said that. He was like, if his only if his only reasoning against me is the fact that is on a technicality, like I'm in a good I'm in a good spot. So it's like Will you stop yawning into the mic? I'm tired. <laughs> and I yawn, I yawn out here. Turn off your mic if you're going to yawn because I can hear it. <laughs> I'll yawn where I want to yawn. You're making the listeners tired. That's not what we I'm want. I'm tired. I'm Tweet sorry. Tweet us at NeverMatePod if you heard the yawn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a night. <laughs> I'm tired. Then go to I'm bed. <laughs> go away. We hope y'all missed us because we missed y'all. <laughs> I'll take my soundboard with me. <laughs> We're just going to stop. Fun. We're going to stop the podcast right here. It's just going to cut off. You can find us at tinyurl slash <laughs> Have a great week. No. Oh my goodness. Were you going to say something? No, he was just yawning into the mic. <laughs> I was going to say that Ben Sim- I think Ben Simmons is a rookie. I also think he's a rookie. Why wouldn't he be a rookie? I think technically he's a rookie. I mean, I think technically he's a rookie. Like, did he play? No, no, because it was the foot injury, and he stayed out, and it was like during the Las Vegas league. It's just like how Blake Griffin was a rookie of the year, he won rookie of the year, right? On the te- in the NBA, on the technicality, he is a rookie. Mm-hmm. Do I think he's like a rookie in the real sense of the term? No, just like I don't think Blake Griffin was a rookie when he won it, because you have that whole year, even though you're rehabbing, you're also working with you're not in school. You're not doing anything else. You're you're focusing solely on bettering yourself as an NBA player, and you're getting paid while you're doing it. It's just like how Tyrod Taylor is important for the Browns because we can redshirt our quarterback. Why are you doing this? I I do think it's as opposed to Donovan Mitchell who came out of college and he's been this. I hope that they don't mess around with like the definition. Oh, I don't think they will. No, because hockey did that. Oh really? Hockey did that um, after the Cold War, and how do you know this? Because I'm trivia. In, no, well, I'm in the uh, history of the Olympics class. Oh okay. Um, and a bunch of Russian players came over to the U.S. to play in the NHL, mm-hmm. um, and like they kept winning like Rookie of the Year. So, but they were like also grown men, like 28, 29 mm-hmm. years old. So I in the NHL, I think the rule is you have to be under 26 to win Rookie of the Year. Gotcha. Which I think, so like all these European players that come and play in the NBA uh, for their first season, their the, rookie rookies, season yeah. would be rookies. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's great for the NBA that we're people like you know our very important podcasts are talking about, um, like what is and what is not a rookie. I think it drives conversation. And it's fun to talk about. Yep. But yeah, I think te- on, on the technicality, he's a rookie. I think he's a rookie as well. And I think he'll end up winning Rookie of the Year just because he's so well-rounded. Um, just from a stats standpoint, like, if we're going to talk about importance to the team, like, I would say Donovan Mitchell because I feel like I feel like the 76ers could still be successful without Ben Simmons playing at this level. 
But I think Ben Simmons, just the fact that he's doing all of this, and he's I don't know what his averages are, but like I know he's he's a triple double machine pretty much. Like he could if he was like going at it every night, he probably could could get a triple double double most nights. I do if. If Ben Simmons gets a jump shot, yeah, if he's he's gonna be unstoppable if he can learn how to shoot. Ooh. That's gonna be oh, the Sixers are gonna be really good in three years. Mm-hmm. They they've trusted the process and it is paying off. That it is. That it is. Okay, did I? Let's see. Did we hit every? I think we every I think series. We did. I think we did. We yeah. Oh, Rockets and T Wolves. Oh, yeah, Rockets T Wolves. Um, right now, the Rockets are up 2-1. Um, Timberwolves um, took their first game at home yesterday. I don't expect them to. I expect the, I fully expect the Rockets to pull a gentleman sweep and win the next two games. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. What do you right. mean the gentleman sweep? Have you never heard of the gentleman sweep? It's five games. It's how the Cavs lost last year. How's that a gentleman sweep? Because you let them have you one. You let, let them have win one. one. Out of courtesy. Have you really never heard that term before? It's called no. the gentleman sweep. Never yeah. heard that. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Look at us educating each other on this podcast. Yeah. We foster a learning environment. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a yawn. That was a sigh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a cough. Yes, it was. We're, all ident- we're see- identifying sounds on this podcast. <laughs> you see how I turned off my mic before I coughed, though? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> he learned. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Why are you looking at me? You said it. <laughs> All right. Anything else about the NBA before we move on? Nope. We could, you want to circle back around to the NFL stuff? To the schedule? Oh, I was I said next week. Oh, next week. Oh, I thought you meant like after. That's fine. Yeah. We can do that next week. That's fine. Yeah. Time. We got, I did that away from the microphone. I was all the way back here. Turn off the microphone. <laughs> the Good yawn, God. The yawn comes out of nowhere. It's an involuntary. If you need to yawn, go to the corner. Our yawn's contagious. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yes. That's been proven. I, I've done it before. Apparently, you can do that. You can tell if somebody's looking at you. You fake a yawn. If they yawn, they're looking at you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's a band director technique right there. <laughs> All right. Is it time? It's time for the baseball corner. Uh, Listen. You see. <laughs> hey. So can relate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see this button right here that I'm about to hit? It's my off. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. You weren't talking into the microphone. <laughs> you ready? Gotta catch my breath. What do you, what do you mean catch your breath? You haven't done anything. <laughs> You're sitting in a chair. You're the only one here, like, sitting in the couch. What do you need to catch your breath for? Yeah, that's right. You're the only one sitting in this lot, like, this big, soft chair. <laughs> I gotta gather my breath because y'all make me speed through it. You give me, like, 30 seconds to talk about the greatest sport in the world. Go. Okay, so, going to start with non-Indians. Sean Manea had a no-hitter yesterday on the Red Sox. Congrats. He was the first guy to no-hit the Red Sox in, like, 3,300 days. Uh, so, yeah. Er, That's a lot of days. It was 600 days? 3,300. It was about 10 years. I think. Go on. Maybe. So, congrats to him. Now to the important stuff, the Indians. Uh, we're playing well. Our... The bats haven't really woken up yet, but our pitching is incredible. The flying squirrels are out and about, though. Yeah, the the bats have not woken up yet. (laughs) 
Now are these they're fruit st- bats? They're still right, You're cutting into my time. <laughs> let me talk. You give me a corner, let me have it. Nobody has a timer out. <laughs> no one has a timer out. <laughs> no one is timing you. <laughs> True. I'll slow down. So, our roti- at least as of last week, our team ERA was 2.95, which is, like, incredible. Our fourth starter, Mike Clevenger, pitched a complete game shutout last night. If he pitches like that on a consistent level, like as our fourth guy, nice yawn away from the microphone, David. Yeah. Nobody, nobody heard that one, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, I didn't hear that one. Like, I'll get up to that later. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, our pitching rotation is really good, and when the bats wake up, we're going to be a really good team. We already are a really good team. We're going to be an even better team. Anyways, whether or not my mic was on, you would have heard me yawn, and you would have yelled at me. I didn't hear your yawn, regardless of the microphone status. <laughs> Kobe is so so <laughs> That is disgusting. I know. <laughs> this is how we lose followers. I know. Well, there's going to be at least one person that enjoys that that listens to this podcast. Me. The one ASMR enthusiast. Yeah. I learned about that at work the other day, and I think that's so weird. I don't like ASMR. It makes me feel weird. Some people actually listen to it to like fall asleep, like to help them fall asleep, and I think it's just the weirdest thing. It makes me feel gross. Yeah. Like, I don't need some like random YouTuber like, hello. You have anything else to add to your corner <laughs> before this just completely devolved? It already did completely devolve. Oh wait, what were we talking about? Baseball. <laughs> it's we're just clean the baseball corner. Are we still in the baseball corner? I thought I heard vampires. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what? I was talking about his bats waking up. Was it fruit bats or vampire bats? How far back are you, Kobe? <laughs> Where are we? Have you never heard the term bats waking up? Uh, maybe, but I just don't pay attention to baseball. To be fair, right? I played baseball and I know what you're talking about. Thank you. I just don't get that logic. Like the bats haven't woken up. Can you not just just hit the ball better? I don't know. Like, <laughs> do the thing. Dab. Destroy all bacteria. Notice highly annoyed from the mic. There, I'm learning. You are learning. Personal growth is important. You two have a movie corner. We yes, do. we do. Oh boy. Oh, boy. I did not see this movie. What a grand old time. Our segues are awful today. They're really bad. We're getting back in the swing of things. I did not see this movie because I don't do scary. Are y'all... Do y'all I haven't seen it because I don't have any money, but... Are y'all going to turn off or plug your ears? Oh, no. I, I, I'll let's do it. That's fine. I'm going to see it, but if y'all need to... So, it's still relatively you, new. I wouldn't go spoilers. Yeah, we're not, we yeah, should not go spoilers. No spoilers. I wouldn't go spoilers because it's still in theaters. We'll, and we'll talk about spoilers later. But no, Aaron and I, at different points, we went to go see the new film, A Quiet Place, directed by John Krasinski. Jim. And wow. What a movie. Like, I'm not like a thriller slash horror kind of fan. I'm just not for it. Uh, but I think I would put it more on the thriller side than the horror. Like, there are some, like, jump scare moments, but I don't think they're... There are very much telegraphed situations where you know it's going to yeah, happen. So it's, it's like... It there, are, there are a lot of jump scares. But you can anticipate them. And just the concept, I think this movie is, is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, so it's a brief synopsis. So like, It's like the typical invincible bad guy, scary yeah. movie, 
but it's a lot different in that this one, they're blind creatures yeah. who go based off of sound. And so they, like they've come to earth, uh, and they hunt based off a very keen sense of sound, like Aaron was talking about. And so, like, these people have had to live in a situation where, you know, I, I think something very important to title without getting into spoilers is that this is called a quiet place and not a silent place. And there's a very important distinction to be made there. Um, but, yes, a lot of the movie is spent around, like, finding a weakness, how they can continue to live and while also getting rid of these crazy monsters but i think john krasinski did an excellent job as directing this emily blunt uh who is his in real life wife but also wife in this movie did an excellent job i thought the acting overall was absolutely even the the, roles of the children yeah like, oh my gosh it was amazing yeah they were both very good i thought that the use of sound and lack thereof yeah. was really really good the Girl, the, the girl who was deaf go, in the movie, she's deaf in real right, life. Right, exactly. They used a, a real deaf actress. Um, and, and they John Krasinski said that was a very important part of it, is that he wanted someone who knew what it was like, who could teach him... American yeah. Sign Language, yeah. ...about it. I heard that they had like a very good representation of ASL in yeah. the movie. Yes. This may good. be too much. Like You can bleep this out. It's too, like, one of the very important elements. And so, like... No, I don't think that's it too shows much. When it, so, like... When it switches it, over... When it's trying to show things from her perspective, it cuts all sound. And so it's very much so it's like to... you're actually so right, like right, you're, it's, it's really putting you in the perspective yes, of, of yes. the daughter. Yeah, and sure. something that I thought they did really well is there's like only a couple scenes where they have music and it's just like very very sparingly background music and it's like out of tune and it's super cool. Absolutely. And they juxtapose the general silence of the movie with the jump scary parts with a lot of noise. There's a lot of thematic elements. Like it shows from the very beginning that these things do not play games, and it automatically shows the stakes of the movie, like mm. and how much of a danger these things are. Um, Something that's not at all revealing because it was in the previews, but that I want to comment on: Why would she get pregnant? Yeah, um, you have a point. Well, I don't know. Seems loud. <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know at what point in like okay this is kind of speaking out to the fact that i don't know exactly what's in this movie but i assume that like it's not like the first day of whatever like no so happening. it starts on day, day one day 89 89 and 89. they show something then it skips ahead to day to about a year in the future so oh they so made she... the conscious decision to get pregnant well after oh, okay it, then started. Okay. it might have been that, an accident yeah that but i also think they're trying just being able to make like a workforce because like I said the way of life is very different in this situation so like the son and the like especially was they there comes a point where he has to start learning some things and so like they definitely need hands and so I still think it's a challenge like I have seen theories like that I think it's sort of like a deeper message of the movie I, I disagree with what you I, I, I would disagree with it too like I think it's more like an onion article saying like that is like a very much like it has very political stances on like you know the the noise uh and the danger of having a child yet you should have it anyway like a pro I'll let you movie f- i'll let you finish the commentary on that i don't i, 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 I haven't seen the movie so i, I can't that, that's reading way too much into yeah. it i thought that the underlying themes about think, like the father-daughter relationship and about her struggles and being deaf and there's plenty more the boy's struggles about are, growing up are there were a lot of really good 
underlying tones. To like the movie. I really think her being pregnant is just to give it like a oh crap, why have you done this? Yeah. Have y'all seen Arrival? No. no. You can talk about it. It's a bit, it's an older, not older. Oh <laughs> have I, I might have, I might have talked about it already Casual on mode the podcast. I might have talked about it already on the podcast, but it speaks about <laughs> similar um, themes of bringing a child into the world, even though you know it's not like the best circumstances, because you like you, you believe in like the light that a child brings into the world. Mm-hmm. It's very. I love Arrival. I think everyone but, should go see it. But this is your movie. Corner, again, though, though, it's a lot. There's just so many. There's a lot of elements, though, that real I think have a specific purpose that you can definitely say, like, this is the meaning behind this. But, like, again, another you know actor known for being a comedy person that has gone right. to this genre, and you got Jordan Peele, and now we got John Krasinski, who have just made fantastic films. Good for them. I highly recommend it if you need to see. It. If you are scared of that kind of genre, I would. Still, like, encourage you to see this because I don't like scary movies, and I really, really like that yes. film. I'll see it when it comes out on like Netflix and, um, and stuff, and I can watch it in the daylight, daylight with the lights on, yeah, and the windows open. I got back from it at like one in the morning, and it was scary walking the twenty feet from the car to my room. Like, it's more of this those tense moments. There's these tense moments where like you're just shaking in your seat, like, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> It's the same I also re- thought the pacing was done really well. Yeah, it's I like it didn't seem <laughs> it didn't seem too long of a movie at all. It was what an hour and a half, about yeah. it was about ninety minutes, it was and pretty it short. It was it didn't drag at all. Nope. Nice. It's the same reason I hate lift hills. I can roll the anticipation. Years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anticipation. I was just, also, I just I watched I just watched that uh the Rocky Horror the, I watched that scene from Rocky Horror Picture Show like recently like a couple days ago. I love Rocky Horror. What a picture. Tim Curry is an angel. Tim Curry is an angel. Have you seen is Rocky Horror? I've not. You need to watch it with a crowd. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, you he do. Hasn't, he hasn't been popped. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you need I know Rocky what you're Horror talking about. Popped. So anyways, throughout the film, I checked afterwards and my heart rate the movie started at like 11:10 ish and my heart rate was about 55 beats per minute and i checked and at the end of the movie it was like 93 beats per minute and it just steadily rose the whole time (laughs) um right now it has a 95 on rotten tomatoes um 8.2 out of 10 from critics do y'all have scores out of 10 i'd give it a 9 out of 10 I'd give it an 8.5. I thought it was a really good movie. There are a couple plot holes that we talked about that... They could be fleshed out. and Yeah, but I do think that with how they were keeping it short, and I think that not fleshing out the plot holes was important because, because it's in, the gen- in a genre like things. that, yeah, and they don't want to hand everything to you. They want you to do the work. Yeah. Um, second in the box office this week, um, behind Rampage, mm-hmm. um, the... The rock picture about the the giant gorilla. Can we talk about how ridiculously good the rock is at making money? (laughs) Like, no matter what he's in, no matter what he does, no matter what project he's associated with, it's going to work. It's going to make money. Even if it doesn't work, it's going to make money. It's going to make money. Even if it's bad, it's going to make money. Like, even with this Jumanji movie that he just made recently. It ended up being a It ended up hit. being a good movie. Like a, like a pretty solid movie. And it made a lot of money. 
So the hardest working man in the biz right there. Like dude's ridiculous. Coming from the wrestling world. Yeah. All right, you ready to get into some of these Facebook questions? Yes. Yes, yeah, so this week we went to our personal Facebooks, um, our elders on Facebook to ask uh, what questions you want us to answer? So here are some from Andrew Kelly. Uh, at what point does a spoiler no longer require the spoiler alert disclaimer? I think I, if it's been out of theaters for a year, I would agree. Or I would say out of theaters even. I was gonna say like. Mm, I, I was gonna I'll, say I'll like. Tone it back I was to gonna like say like. Months. I was gonna say even less than that. I was really? gonna say like in theaters like. If it's out of theaters, like, if you haven't seen it, like... I think you shouldn't openly been, go spoilery. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like, if you want to talk about spoilers, like, go for it. But, like, I wouldn't go, like, blasting spoilers out. Yeah, so, like, I, would, I would agree. But I also think, like, if it's out of theaters, like, you shouldn't expect to stay spoiler-free. I can somewhat agree with that, yeah. yeah. Uh, with TV shows, I think it's a very different line. Yeah. TV shows is different. There, there are also different spoiler cultures depending on like what you're watching like star wars like the i don't like talking about it because i've because you want you don't want to ruin it for i don't want to ruin it for anybody um at the end of episode five is the most spoiled thing in the history of movies yeah there's a video of um parents watching that scene with their kids for the first time and it's fantastic because they don't know i mean they are not old enough to know Mm -hmm. that spoiler so it's like they're like are you kidding me? That's that's ha- that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Same with um the end of the sixth Harry Potter book slash movie. Yeah. Right. Also very very spoiled. Also very spoiled. Yeah. But then you look at things like book spoilers from Game of Thrones. Like when Game of Thrones was still like following the books semi closely. I didn't book, hear any exactly. Yeah. Book readers held those to their chest very very well, if you want to call it that. Yeah. So is it like is it like if I was going to talk about Game of Thrones spoilers, like is it still is that is that now fair game? I don't exactly right. It's something about Game of Thrones I don't want to ruin. Right? People, right? Yeah, you don't ever want to like nobody told me anything about anything when I first started read. Like ooh, I almost I said the <laughs> I said the first word in one. <laughs> you know you know where my mind was at. <laughs> yeah, like nobody told me anything about the. <laughs> Yeah, about that. About that, yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't even watch it. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, I think it... Reigns of Casimir, all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that Just thinking about that song, it, like, it's it very chills. haunting. It yeah. chills, man. You know those songs when you know something bad's about to happen? Yeah. And then, <laughs> you're like, oh, crap. Uh, crap. <laughs> oh, no. But it... Whoever is going, by But I things really, like Shondaland, like if you get on Twitter on Thursdays, <laughs> oh, you were, for oh, those that don't know, that's like <laughs> Grey's Anatomy scandal and uh, how to murder. get away with murder. Shondaland. You are going to get spoiled. Yeah. And then there's things like Big Brother, where you have the feed watchers who are always going to be ahead of. But they do a very good job, at least on Reddit, of yeah. keeping them clean. I even when I don't watch the feeds, like I will quote unquote spoil myself because I. You'll go to the live live feed, uh, yeah. Game thread. 
Yeah, I'll go to the live feed game thread on Reddit and read read what's been happening. I don't know if they call it a game thread on that. Yeah, I think it's so, just a live. But feed whatever thread. it is, yeah. um, I want to do a I want to do a Mount Rushmore of most satisfying Game of Thrones moments so badly. When you get uh, when you finish, I'm almost done. I'm almost there. Almost there. I'm on then, season six. Well, that sounded weird. And then there's show like a series of unfortunate events where it's like. Similar to Game of Thrones in that the books predate the show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really much of a spoiler culture in that, but that's also like... Yeah. The, I feel like that's a more commonly read series in the people that it's targeted towards to watch it than Game of Thrones. Right. Because Game of Thrones was a book before a show, but it wasn't a f- like huge, famous book series. Whereas a series of unfortunate events is like canon for our generation's children's novels i think uh a a game of or a song of ice and fire it i'm slowly realizing how big of a reach it had i didn't realize like how many people like love those books books before the show came before the show came out um but yeah spoiler spoiler culture is is strange it is strange strange place i hope we do a good job here i can't tell if uh like the Walking Dead was also one of those shows, but I mm-hmm. haven't I haven't heard spoilers for the Walking Dead in a long time, and I don't know if that's just because it's become irrelevant or if it's because they're good at not spoiling or spoiling I, I spo- little, spoiling anything. I think a little bit of both, honestly. Yeah, I know a lot of people like came off the Walking Dead. I was Do so people still watch it. I was so into the Walking Dead, like I was I was that was one of the probably one of the last shows that I actually watched like when it came on, like when the premieres came on, like every night, like on TV. Um. And just it just faded into obscurity for me because it just got kind of dra- it just dragged on a little bit. Speaking of which, I'm glad I'm not on Twitter right now because 33 minutes ago, uh, Westworld premiered. Thank you for my yes, Jesus. I so. still haven't watched the first season. <laughs> it's so good, and I will will not spoil that. Like we'll I will, be, we will be communicating. Yes, right. we will. Yes, we will. I still haven't watched that either. Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. I only have capacity for so many shows at once. Isn't it like a western? Yes. So the synopsis, in, like they've made. Well, a okay, okay. Like I, I know the premise. Like it's not actually like a western, but like some of it plays like a western. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next question from my sister, um, Chelsea. Oh. Uh, what's your favorite, or what are our favorite favorite animated non Disney movies? Ooh. Oh God. Oh, oh hold on. Gosh. Wait a second. Let me. I think Shrek is at the top for a lot of people. I feel like that's too cliche. And Pixar doesn't count. Yeah. The Jimmy Neutron movie? <laughs> That's a good movie, though. It holds up. Yeah. It really does hold up. Ultra Lord is not afraid of chickens. <laughs> Ultra Lord is sometimes afraid of chickens. It's pretty good. Have y'all seen Anastasia? Yes, I have. That was all. That was, that no. was potentially. You haven't seen Anastasia? No. Dude, come on. Y'all know what my answer to this one is. Oh, my, oh my. God. Hey, can you go ahead and flip that off really quick? No. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. I love Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, Rio, also great. I'm trying to think. Is, is this, it's a hard one. So now you have to think about because. Oh, oh, oh that's. Well, no, that doesn't count because Spirited Away was te- uh, like, that's technically a. Uh, is it not technically a. Uh, I think I don't count Studio Ghibli as okay. Then I would say either House Moving Castle or Spirited Away. 
I haven't watched any either of those movies in a very, very long time. The Prince of Egypt? Oh, that's a DreamWorks Prin- movie. Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt is great. That is a top, like high quality film. Yeah, I could be. Is El Dorado? Did no, that's DreamWorks. DreamWorks. I love El Dorado. I wrote El Dorado. Yeah, that was their that's- rival to. Um, Emperor's what? New Groove, because you know Emperor's New Groove, you know DreamWorks and Disney, they always put out like the same movie, like yeah. right next to each other, like Ants and the Bug Life. Oh Bugs yeah, Life. Um, Bugs Life over Ants. And- oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Without a question. That was that's one of my favorite Disney movies. But I love both Road to El Dorado and um, and Emperor's New Groove. Okay. If you don't know my answer, it's Minions. If you don't know my answer, you don't know me well enough. Over the Hedge sucks. Kung Fu Panda was... Oh, that's right. That was Kung Fu Panda is great. That was a good one, too. How did this, how did this episode get two Ooh. Kung Fu Ooh. Panda references? <laughs> how to Y'all, Train Your no, Dragon. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. You have to... No, I changed my answer. How to Train Your Dragon is one of the best movies of all time, let alone best animated movies. <laughs> How to Train Your... Don't look it's at me so that way. Good. It's so it's good. It's really, really good. I'm holding the microphone up right now. I'm so Casual mode. Casual. No, this is me being serious now. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon it's, is one of... This is so quenched hey, right now. I mean, it's definitely better than a minion, so... Yeah, and How to Train Your Dragon... You take that back. And How to Train Your Dragons 2 is one of the best sequels of all time as well. Legit. I agree. Yeah. Two of the best movies. And they just dropped the trailer for the third movie. And I'm so hype. Ice Age. Oh, it's good. It's, it's a, a lot cheesier with time. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a lot less enjoyable with time. Do y'all remember Surf's Up? <laughs> yes, with the penguins. <laughs> of course I know. It was Cody Maverick. His name is Cody Maverick. I'm looking at that now. Surf's, I had the game on PlayStation. I did too. <laughs> the little I surfing game. Oh my goodness. Arthur Christmas. Okay, this is the last one for me. Arthur Christmas. I just great, came, great movie. I just came across one on an IMDb list that really made me laugh. Did y'all ever see Osmosis Jones? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Osmosis Jones. <laughs> that was so bad that it was good. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, um, that is a great movie. That's not bad at a movie. I read at something all. somewhere that the, the, the villain in that movie. I love like, Osmosis Jones. So somebody bad. wrote like some theory that that, sh- that the, the virus and that or that whatever that bacteria was in that movie that was the villain was supposed to be Ebola, but I can't remember. I can't. Re- I didn't have to. I have to read it again. Bill uh, Murray, though. Oh, Shark Tale. Shark Tale is also a good one. Whoa. Madagascar. You asked Ooh. about Arthur Christmas. Uh, the yeah. premise is that uh, Santa Claus has to like pass on like who's going to be the next Santa, mm-hmm. and he has two kids. Uh, one is like a really, really good Santa and then this like awkward kid um, named Arthur. And for whatever reason, Arthur has to take over Christmas and it's a great movie and I love it. Well, I have two more flushed away. Did y'all ever see that one? I did see that one, I, but it's not memorable for me. Like I, I, I didn't remember it, but I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. B movie. You uh, like ba- jazz? What was another one? Like uh, Balto. How did a B movie get two references in this episode? <laughs> Megamind. That does was the, good. Does nobody did any of y'all watch Balto? Yes, yeah. I watched Balto's Balto. Good, yeah. I saw the Balto statue not. in New York. We did when we went through uh Did we say Happy Feet already? Central Park. Oh, that's also no. a good one. Happy Feet's a fantastic movie. I 
I remember not liking it very Really? Yeah. I love those little, like, from the previews, like, those little uh, Latino penguins were, like, my favorite or people ever. Happy Feet 2 with love Matt Damon. This. And Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt. Wait, who and who? Matt Damon's oh, Matt Happy Damon. Feet 2. Um, I just Land Before lot. Time. Oh, yes. Okay, Sleeper we're just feet. listing movies now. Okay, next yeah. <laughs> well, I, wait, I'm almost done with the list. It's 100 and I'm at 84. <laughs> no, no, no. Here no, we okay. go. Best part, 80. Despicable Me, Despicable Me 2, Minions, Despicable Me 3. Yes. Thomas Buchanan, uh, you got to talk about Walmart, your yodeling kid. I'm over him, dude. I'm so over it. I... Good for the kid. Just, no, good for him. I don't have anything against the kid. Yeah, viral culture is so <laughs> annoying. Str- it's annoying. Fickle, I would call it. It's fickle annoying. is a word. It's strange. Like what? Like what gets? What big? goes viral? Like how did this of all things end up being viral? Well, I think it's so. I mean, it's a weird video because there's this there's this like ten year old kid who's weirdly good at yodeling. In the Singing. middle of a Walmart, dressed like a young Hank Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you shorten it just on the yodeling, and then people made some very inappropriate memes that we all laughed our butts off about. Because yeah. it was funny. And, and then all of a sudden, he's at Coachella. Yep. And there's an, e- and there's an EDM remix, and like, all I hell swear, is broken loose. I swear, it might have been at CFD last night. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> No, I was driving and oh, where did I hear it? Oh, I was walking down um, Franklin Street, um, going on, uh, getting ready to go to Senior Bar Golf, and uh, it was sorry, I was I was uh, walking down MLK, and I could hear it faintly in the distance at some apartment like off of MLK, and I wanted to die because I was like, this is how I'm starting my night with an EDM remix of this small child yodeling. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a strange. We live in weird times. Strange time. I don't really have much more of a take than that. Yep. You look like you got close to the mic. I thought you were going to say something. No, I'm just in the ready position. <laughs> Would you like to show our listeners what the ready position is? Eric? This isn't a visual podcast. <laughs> it's just me sitting with my face up to the mic. Here, I'll so, I'll take a picture. <laughs> Of the ready position. Of the ready position. And then somebody should tweet that out. <laughs> who Watch, runs let Twitter? Me see. I don't know. I don't know who runs Twitter. You just have this stupid look on your face. Um, all right, next we can question. have an intern run our Twitter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Please. Now taking applications please for don't, interns. Don't encourage me. Annabelle, this is your chance. <laughs> uh, hi, hi, Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, hey, Maddie. <laughs> yes. Hey, Maddie. <laughs> that was uh, awesome. <laughs> Haley Murdoch uh, wants us to have a Murdoch versus Murdoch show Walter side by side analysis. Let's wow. see. Haley, this is for you because you kept harassing me about this during rehearsal. I mean, they're both cool. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let me, let me let me rephrase. I'm cool with both of them. <laughs> uh, I feel like they're both the type to walk up to you and go, "Howdy, partner." <laughs> I mean, I walk up to Haley a lot and I go, "Hi, ma'am," and she goes, "She goes, hello, sir." And then we, that's just how we interact with that each other. That is the most Haley interaction. I, I, I always enjoy it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I always get a nice kick out of it. But and then, then me and Jordan. 
and some of us, we were involved in a group our first year known as the Cash Pine. Uh, fully the casual pineapple. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so one day our first year, we were sitting on like the sixth floor of Davis. It was like September. And we were just studying, doing our normal thing. Jake Cochran takes a full pineapple out of his book bag and sits it on the table. And we all just kind of look at it and look back at him and look at the pineapple again. And then we go back to studying. And slowly, as the, like, as the afternoon goes on, like the pineapple gained a hat and some sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and we just looked at it and we're like, this is a very casual pineapple. <laughs> so we named our group, hat, group chat the Cash Pine. The Cash Pine. <laughs> What shout out to the Cash Pine members. Shout out, shout out to the Cash Pine. Jake, one of the founders, he writes our music. <laughs> I, I don't have a response for that. Jordan and I have been, uh, I think it's been like almost three years now, where almost any time we see each other, um, we try and walk up to the other without the other noticing and, and boop each other's noses. So like... <laughs> Tap it very lightly on their nose and just go boop and keep walking. And it's been going on for like three years now. And it's like, it's like the world's longest game of tag. Yeah. <laughs> so for the cash pine, our call is a, an owl's hoot. And so whenever I see Jordan, we always go, oh, oh, that's why y'all do that. Yeah. I, I was wondering. That's, about it's the cash pine call. There's a, there's another story that from my high school. We'll get into that at a later date. It's a long, long, long story. I feel like I never see one of them without the other. Like, I feel really? like I only see them at Lenore right before band. Well, I have I have class with Jordan, so I see her a good bit. Yes. Yes. Haley's my biggest fan. <laughs> Haley, I swear the next time I see you, you're the biggest traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Did she also tell you that she was your biggest fan? I just assumed, you know. That's fair. Um, next question from Jerry Edwards. Current opinions on the Facebook case and Zuck's congressional hearing. The Zuck. The Zuck. With um, like 10 C's. The. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Social Network 2 is going to be lit. Yeah. Um, the sequel. So Directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> to have a very, very simplified version of what happened. Um, there's this company organization. Uh, called Cambridge Analytica, who collected a bunch of data from Facebook. Um, it wasn't a data breach. Um, this is all like public information. Yeah. Um, built like behavioral profiles for Facebook users and used that to target things to people's Facebooks to generate generate a reaction to help the Donald Trump presidential campaign. Um, it's not the first time that Cambridge Analytica has used Facebook in this way. I think they did it in 2016 was the last election. What, 2012, I think? Didn't they do it with Brexit, too? With, uh, I think that was a thing, yeah. I think it was Brexit. Um, was it 2012? I might be wrong about that. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, what? I need to go outside. Can I get your keys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be discreet about it, but now it's it's, it's over. <laughs> um, so yeah, our thoughts about the whole first, at least my opinions on the Facebook thing. I am not under any impression that anything I put on the internet is private. I 
it sounds bad, but I just assume that everything is going every everybody has everything already. So I like I wasn't shocked. I feel like a lot of older people, at least the older people in my social circle, were like very shook by this. But I I kind of expect this from companies. Like I think it's more of a thing. Like no one really cares until it becomes actually a part of the news. Exactly, and then people decide to care because that's just how news works. Mm-hmm. Once it becomes when it gets put filtered into the news cycle, then people start caring because then it seems like it's actually more important than it is. Yeah. Now, it's, I still think like the, there's a there's still some ethical like specifically like what happened in this case. Mhm. But I, at the same time um I think you I mirrored a lot of sentiments that you said. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't in the ready position. I, you expected I wonder me to say something. how those all those advertisers think about all those minion sites you look up. What do you mean? I want to see. Sites? Yeah, I want to see what I, your behavior and, and your, yeah, your, looks like. Minion sympathizer. Do you want me to go through it? <laughs> no, please don't. So then, uh, Mark Zuckerberg was brought into. Uh, wait, I want to see what what David says. Can you grab the door? door. Thanks, Dave. Hot seat. Your opinions on the Facebook case, or on first on the um, the whole Cambridge Analytica thing first? What have y'all already gone through? Yeah, it's kind of hard to, t- to to think about, but it's like, so was it used specifically to target uh, like conservative based people? Like, is it a conservative? Uh, I think they they normally contribute to conservative campaigns, not just American, but I think. Aaron mentioned Brexit as well. Yeah, Brexit was the other big one. It's weird because it wasn't. Correctly. It's weird because it's not a data breach, but at the same time, it it's like it almost it just it feels dirty. Feel, it, feels it feels like dirty. a breach. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a. It does feel like a breach because it was, uh, man. But what I mentioned earlier is that I just assume that all of all of my data on Facebook is being shared at yeah. this point. Even bef- before this, I assumed that. Yeah, I never, I never put anything ridiculous on. Like, I never put anything extremely revealing on Facebook. But I mean, at the same time, you never know how much info you is actually being gathered on you mm-hmm. based on what you post, what you like, what you don't like, uh, people that you interact with. Like, that's all probably being taken into account. And so it's like, it just makes me feel dirty, like knowing that, like, that's all being like packaged together to form some kind of uh, visual of me like my profile as a person and that it's being used to target like my whatever sensibilities or lack thereof or lack thereof sidebar but while you were gone colby expected me to talk without me being in the ready position i was just chilling like this in cedar rapids sure and he like looked at me like i had something to say I don't want to put out false information, but wasn't Steve Bannon even. wasn't Steve Bannon the vice president of Cambridge Analytica at one point? Uh, give me a second. Um, so at the congressional hearing, I think what that what was most troubling is the is senators ran, ran it right. Yeah, the senators' yeah. complete misunderstanding. Oh yeah, of anything that happens on Facebook. Like, just, like, simple fact-based things that Facebook does 
Like for the most part, he was just very frustrated by some of the questions. Yeah. And he'd always he'd be like frustratingly like, Senator, um yes or no, that does not or this does happen. I think the most frustrating one from the all the ones I saw was I forget which senator it was. It might have been like Mitch McConnell. But it was someone asked like how Facebook functions without having a membership fee and Zuck was like, Senator, we sell ads. Um, like that's just something so elementary about the internet. Yep. Not just about Facebook, about how the whole internet works. Uh, Bannon was the vice president of the board of Cambridge Analytica. So, I mean, people just, people, I, I don't like generalizing. Oh, I feel like a lot of Americans don't know a lot of how data is shared and how data moves when you put things on Facebook that when you don't have to pay for something, then you are the thing that is being sold. Like that is why you are getting targeted ads. That's why you are seeing the same types of things that generate a reaction from you on Facebook because they know if you see those things, it's going to keep you on Facebook because they know you will react. I, I'm on the fence about the targeted ads, ads things because if I'm going to see advertisements, I want them to be things that I actually care about. But then that also means like who else is getting my information? Yeah. Something that is troubling to me, but again, it's like on the, you don't have the expectation of anything being private on the internet. I don't remember if it was with Cambridge Analytica, Analytica or one of the other things from that fallout, but there was something where it didn't matter if you didn't use something on Facebook, your data was still given away if one of your Facebook friends used that same thing. So like, even if you took the steps to stay private, your data was still being shared around. And that's and, a problem. Yes. That's- and... Another concerning thing that I had always been concerned about well before all this came out is that the Facebook app on phones, even when you're not using the app, uses your microphone and still looks at what you're doing on your screen because it's always, and that's part of how it targets ads. Always watching. They claim that's not, but it definitely is. Reckless speculation. As... Uh, I'm looking at an article from The Verge and they quoted um, John Kennedy saying very bluntly, um, your user agreement sucks. Oh, I saw this. Which which it does. But Facebook has such a monopoly on that type of website. Like I go to Facebook and Twitter for different things. I go to Twitter and Reddit for different things. I go to all these social media for a different experience. There is no rival to Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. He was asked, like, who's the biggest rival to Facebook? He couldn't name one. So most most people would say, oh, well, you know, Twitter or Instagram. Facebook owns Instagram. Is that the correct? They do own Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Fact-checking. And then Twitter is exactly like you were saying. It's not the same. It's not going for the same experience. It's not trying to be Facebook. So it's like there, there really is none. Yep. So it's all difficult. Everything is difficult. Life is pain. Because people aren't just going to stop using Facebook. 
No. Especially the older people. Yeah. And, you know, Facebook is a good way that I keep connected with people because of the whole friend thing. Like, if I want to go talk to somebody that I knew whatever year, amount of years ago, that's Facebook. Or I'll search them on Facebook. Like, I can't find them on Twitter. And Twitter and Reddit have a different problem with all the fake bot accounts. Yep. Yeah, those are really bad on both of those websites. Yep. So it's hard to be a, a responsible internet user in 2018. But we all do our best. That's why I'm trying not to start Twitter fights anymore. I just start. I just call people bots and keep it going. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's next? What's next? Uh, Annie, what's the worst place to eat on Franklin? Oh, let me think. I heard New York pizza. Well, you don't eat there. You don't eat there. <laughs> you do deals. You get mo- you get money from the mafia. That's there. where you get whacked. <laughs> That's where you get whacked. Uh, I'm pretty sure I may or may not have seen someone get curb stomped outside of <laughs> I love my pizza. <laughs> I think Annabelle would attest to this, <laughs> but Asia Cafe. <laughs> oh, that wins. It's the worst place. I like Asia. Don't you dare. Don't you dare say that. We have hibachi now, okay? We have hibachi, and Hunam is like right down the road. <laughs> I like that it's not as saucy as the other places. I feel like other it's people put too much sauce on their, on their chicken. I like that it's like a, it's a little toss and keep it going. You've said keep it going twice in the next, last two minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I believe you just said the Asia Cafe. You liked eating at like you willingly would eat at Asia Asia Cafe. Yeah, Asia Cafe. The delivery people like nope. <laughs> oh my God. Oh okay. hey Colby, good to see you again. Okay. Sure. I don't know what else. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm going to say Asia Cafe. There aren't many places that I don't like on Franklin Street. Well, I don't like eating at 20 million kinds of pizza places. Nice segue. segue. Into Laney's question. Laney's question. Laney Laney's question. Uh, sort the pizza places on Franklin into Hogwarts houses. Do you, okay, so Why didn't I was we include about Medici on this? Because I am convinced that that place is never opening. It's been under construction for a year, and they have like rips in the cardboard stuff that's like blocking the windows and they've made literally zero progress so i have a question for y'all so instead of doing houses do you want to make one each one as a character from harry potter or do you want to do you want to do houses i think house is easier i think it'll be tough you to said, sort some of these you said one of them was a uh, finch was filch. filch sorry i'm thinking of that's i heart new york pizza i don't know harry potter at all obviously because i don't know people's names you mixing Harry Potter and To Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah, I was thinking like Atticus Finch, and I'm just... Yeah. Atticus Filch. Atticus Filch. <laughs> Argus is his name. I knew it was an A. Yeah. Him and I share initials. Filch is a... Oh, uh, right. what is the name for the th- when you are... Squib. He's a squib, Squeed. yes. Okay, now I'm ready. Let's do it. Right. Toppers, yes. Hufflepuff. Raving, raving claw. I've I feel like this is hard because we have different perceptions of good and bad in houses. Yeah. We should go around and say what house we are as a preface. Uh, as have, my you all, la- have you all taken the Pottermore quiz? Yes. yes. Okay, cool. Just make sure. As my laptop sticker says, I'm a raving claw. Raving claw. Gryffindor. Hufflepuff. Of course. Ain't got are. no slither. I was going to say, of course. <laughs> I knew someone was going to say, of course. I'm a proud Hufflepuff. We're good I, finders. I thought you, I thought I you like were going to say Gryffindor for me because, duh, the ginge. The ginge. <laughs> the ginge. Hufflepuff is great. 
I like Hufflepuffs. Our friends are a lot of Hufflepuffs. I took a, I took one of the, the ones where, uh, I took a quiz where it, it melds the two, like, if, if you were put into two houses, mm-hmm. um, and I got Slytherin and Ravenclaw. I so, can see that. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> I was a Huffleclaw, like, my, I was, was a, a Gryffindor. I was a mix of Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Like, on the D&D, like, like, scale of, like, good through evil, it's like, I'm definitely chaotic neutral. Like, <laughs> is what I am. So, for me, Toppers is Hufflepuff because they are very, hi- very accommodating to housing people. And they're just, like, really good friends. So, I appreciate Toppers. Not particularly uh, distinguishable. But, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I've been to Toppers once. It was pretty good. It's pretty okay. See, I, I guess I have a lower view of Hufflepuffs. That's why I'm giving. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> I, that's why I'm making them Ravenclaw. Whereas Ravenclaw has a tendency to be overlooked at times, but it, they're still, I think, respected by several people. Whereas obviously Hufflepuff's not respected by Maverick. We're good finders. <laughs> Keep saying that. <laughs> We're good finders. <laughs> Keep that energy, <laughs> Medici. Keep that same energy. <laughs> Medici is also Filch. Yeah, yeah, but it's a squib. He's a squib. I will legitimately be shocked if Medici ever opens. I think that they just ran out of money. <laughs> Building it? Yes. <laughs> They've made literally zero progress. Have you ever seen any construction crew inside of the building? Once, like forever ago. It's been under construction actually for a year. Um, Benny Capella. Benny, this is going to be a hard one. I say Ravenclaw. I you think I, so. I think so. I don't know I how you're sorting that. I was going to say Gryffindor. I was going to say Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Because then they give away free pizza a lot, and they also gave free pizza on Friday night. They're reliable, and they... They brave it out. Good size slices. It's like not particularly like outstanding pizza, but it's like (laughs) reliable. You know what you're going to get. Like You could almost make a case for Hufflepuff as well, but like... We are outstanding, especially at finding things. (laughs) Do you guys know what I'm referencing? Yes. It's the it's the the musical. Uh, well, that too, but the bu- there's the BuzzFeed video where the only thing they say about Hufflepuff is, we're good finders. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would put them at there. Like, I would say Gryffindor for them, but... like They're like the Ron Weasley, though, of Gryffindor. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just bring it up now. IP3 is like the Harry Potter Gryffindor. Because they are the best one of the all eight. I would have. I would have. I don't know because I would have put. I mean, there was Ravenclaw. But I don't know. Uh, Lotsa. Um, I feel like they get like lost in the crowd, so they'd be Hufflepuff. But like, not the like, not like a Cedric Dickory Hufflepuff. It's like a like pre hot Neville Longbottom. He's, He's a Gryffindor. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm an idiot. Son. He literally pulled the sword. No, 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 no. I wasn't, I wasn't like saying that he was a Hufflepuff, but I was still saying that it was like, I'm saying like, he's like a pre. Oh, he's like a, he's like the Hufflepuff. I'm not saying he's a, a, I'm not saying he's a Hufflepuff. I'm saying that he's like pre. Glow up. Level. Yeah, yeah. He's pre glow up. Fair. Uh, Y'all had me thinking that I was saying that Neville Longbottom was a Gryffindor <laughs> was a Hufflepuff. I was like, wait a second. Because he's going to kill us all. I know. <laughs> um, Dominoes. They're str- it, it, Dominoes is trash. I, I'm like, I Better than Papa John's. Uh, no. 
I think they're both Slytherin. Yeah, I, I'll put both of them in Slytherin because they're mainstream and they think they're. We've got some all really, that. we've got some really angry Slytherins listening <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> probably my little is a Slytherin and she's probably upset. Your it's little's okay. a Slytherin. I'm pretty sure she is. She could. I could. Be she wrong. seems like a Gryffindor. Feel free to text me, Rachel, if you're not. But I feel like she's well. She's not going to see this until after it's out, so we're not going to hear about that until after we're done recording. I'm going to text her. Um, IP three. See, I so I would have said IP three is Ravenclaw. That's why I I'm not putting these into houses because I don't know what your criteria for the houses I are. I put the, the Harry Potter because they're the best one and they're the chosen one. Well, when I think of, I don't know, because like we can go, this can go a couple ways because we can think of like Ravenclaw is like uh, Luna Lovegood, like Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. like where you're a little like weird, super spacey. like a little weird, a little spacey. And so, if that's the case, then we could put. Um, then what would you put as Ravenclaw then out of all all these pizza places? I I, I think I would say IP three. Yeah. But I also I just think of Ravenclaw's in the best light. So <laughs> yeah, that, I don't. That's part of my bias. Um, and what's the last one? Oh, I love New York pizza. Also a squib. This <laughs> <laughs> is not a pizza place. <laughs> it looks like food that's in the window. They're Professor Quarrel. The front half of Professor Quarrel. Trolls in the dungeon. In the dungeon. <laughs> Fudgeled, no. Um. Oh, we skipped a question. Right, we just segued into yeah that because we were talking about Franklin. Uh, uh from, from Colby. Colby. <laughs> from Colby Rogers. <laughs> oh, who's dying first in Infinity War? Can we all say it on three? Wait, wait. Gotta think for a second. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Abstain. What do you mean uh, abstain? In, I don't any, watch oh. superhero movies. I okay, don't know. I I just know. take a guess. Take a guess. All right. Uh, no, no, wait. I need to think. Hero Who? or like anybody? Let's uh, go. What, what hero? hero? Can, I, can I get like a general idea of what heroes are in it? Because I'm going to say like a hero. No, that's I, not no, no, no. It's more fun if you don't tell me. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 wait. I also don't know who's alive or dead in this. Like going into it. It's more fun if you don't know. Assume everyone's alive. Well, I. There's so many options. One, two, three. Hawkeye. Okay. I don't know. What did you say? I didn't. Oh, I'm <laughs> overwhelmed. We're not gonna. We're not gonna say a I'm word. I'm good up. at finding, but not back then. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all of y'all. We're not gonna move on from this podcast until you say somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Line. <laughs> <sighs> Pass. We can sit here all night. I, I got the time today. <laughs> I don't know who's in Infinity War. Just guess. <laughs> uh, Nobody likes a quitter. Well, you have like a 50-50 shot. Of who's in and who's not? Yeah, yes. pretty much. Um, I'm literally just asking you to name one hero. That's it. I <laughs> could name a bunch, but I don't know who's in it. Is Hulk in it? Yes. 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 Well, he's not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
God dang it. Is <laughs> Thor in it? Yes. Yes. He'll die. <laughs> okay. Ding, 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 there ding, we ding. Go. We have an answer. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's like top five podcast moments. Uh, okay, we, let's move on to our trivia recap. We won. Oh, yeah, we did. We beat the trumpets. We pulled it out at the last second. We, we own six degrees of separation. That we did. Oh, God. We've been going on forever. We need to wrap this thing up. Um, we have stickers still. Go get them. They're great. Uh, I hear they stick to things. They stick to things very well. It's sticking to my laptop right now. Mine as well. Um, anything else from y'all? It's L-Walk. 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 My, my last ever Carolina L-Walk. Single tier. Let's get it done. All right. So if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com slash nevermatevarsity. Leave us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. Um, anything you like or didn't like, be sure to let us know via our Twitter at nevermatepod. Thank you, Jake, for the theme music. We will see you next week. Hasta luego. Yeah. Hulk's going to survive. <laughs> Hufflepuff can find things. We are good finders. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>